Welcome to our God's Word for today devotional, my friends and my brethren in the Lord. And our text for today is in Acts chapter 20, verse 13 to 17. Let me read to you from English Standard Version. But going ahead to the ship, we set sail for Assos, intending to take Paul abroad, aboard here or there. For so he had arranged, intending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Assos, we took him on board and went to Methylene. And sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Caius. The next day, we touched at Samos. And the day after that, we went to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus, so that he might not have to spend time in Asia. For he was hastening to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. Now from Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church to come to him. This is now the final stage or final lap of Paul's second or third missionary journey. And we have read here a lot of places where Paul went before he went to Miletus and crossing towards Jerusalem in his, this last lap or last travels of Paul in this third missionary journey. So after Troas, Luke, and few others, as we read here, they sail from Philippi and meet Paul in Troas. Now Luke and several others decided to sail from Troas to Assos. But Paul chose, chose to walk to the city. Why is it that he chose to walk by the city and he did not take the boat? Perhaps many from Troas came along to listen from him. We have no idea, but these are just speculations. And when they arrived in Assos, the entire group took a ship to Mytilene. This is in verse 14. Then from Mytilene, they sailed past to the islands of Chaos and Samos, ducked for a night at Trugilium, then eventually arrived at Miletus. So there are a lot of places that they went through. It was from Miletus that the apostle requested that the elders in the Ephesian church should visit him. And when they arrived, he warned them about the coming apostasy in the church and we can know that and read that from verse 26 and 31 later. One important thing to note is this. Should Paul have successfully left at Corinth in Achaia, this important meeting with the elders of Ephesus should not have happened. There could not be a time that he could spend with the elders for the last time and warn them about apostasy. So what you can learn here, my dear friends and brethren in the Lord, is that in the Lord, there are no interruptions. When God closes one door, he opens another one. When God wanted us or wants us to detour, it means that he has another plan. So God has his own plan. God is arranging everything in our lives for our good or for good. Romans 8.28, that is a, a popular verse that we always quote. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and who are the called according to his purpose. So this is especially true to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. And the good there, it does, does not mean that the good is according to what I think and what we think is good according to how, what we feel as good. The good here 
is always in conjunction to the plan and purposes of God, doesn't it? In other words, it is always for the glory of God, for the advancement of his kingdom and his gospel. So this arduous and long travel of Paul had accentuated the third missionary journey to Asia and Europe. Let's be aware today, as, um, as a reflection, that missionary endeavors entail a lot of traveling. Like Paul, missionaries today spend a lot of time and even money to travel, although many are doing missions today through online by Zoom or whatever online platform, but there is really no substitute more effective than going and talking and life-to-life ministry with people. Yeah, today, because of the COVID, we cannot go and we cannot have a face-to-face really in many areas, but thank God that areas or places now are opening up. Thank you, thank God that the COVID-19 had slowed down, but yes, we can use the online platforms, but there is effectiveness when we go and do mission face-to-face. Paul said in Romans 13, 13 to 15, which is worth reflecting, because this is what he said here, I let me read. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The gospel must be preached, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So this is a quotation from Isaiah that feet that that go to where people need the gospel are beautiful. In other words, people will not come to us and ask, about and inquire about the gospel. We must go to where they are. Thus seeking the lost means expenses. We have to spend time and resources and effort. The Great Commission means going to where the people are. That's why it started with go and make disciples to go where the people are. Should there were no missionaries who cross streets and seas, we won't be able to hear the gospel. Should we not? Isn't it that we hear the gospel because there were faithful missionaries across streets and seas. Mission trips, therefore, either short-term or long-term, create opportunities for people to hear the gospel. As Paul had exhorted us in Ephesians 5.16 about our time today, He said there in Ephesians 5.16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. By this, he meant and he implied that opportunities don't just happen during these times, difficult times, evil days. So let's redeem or buy back opportunities. We have to create opportunities. I pray that we would be encouraged to support our church missions the endeavor that they are doing 
and we can support them by giving financially and even ourselves going to short mission trips and most importantly in prayers. Let's make ourselves available in spreading the gospel by helping our missionaries, not physically maybe, but especially in prayers and supporting them by our resources. Yes, Paul spent so much time in travels, going to these places when travels will take them days and even months. They have to sacrifice really time, efforts, and resources just for the gospel to cross streets and seas in order for them, for people to hear the gospel. Thank God for churches who are mission-minded, mission who are faithfully supporting missionaries in the field. Let's pray that in these last days, our churches will be faithful in supporting missions beyond the streets, across the seas, we, we, we want that everyone have the chance to hear the gospel. And thank God for the frontliners like Paul. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for reminding us about the importance of the work of missionaries, their sacrifices. They really spend time and uh, sometimes risky struggles because this is a reality. People need to know the gospel and they can know only the gospel if they can, they can hear the gospel by the preachings of people who take time and effort to cross streets and seas in order to preach them the gospel. Thank you, Lord, that our churches can have the opportunity to be part of the missionary endeavors, Lord, around the region. Thank you, dear Father, for we have heard the gospel because there were faithful missionaries in the past, faithful men and women whom you have raised, Lord, the cross streets and culture in order for us to hear the gospel. And let it be that we will continue to, um, to pass the, the baton to the next generation. Bless this, Lord. Um, in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.